Again, two weeks since the last episode, at least it was the last time I looked at the calendar this morning, so fingers crossed. And if so, it's time for me to welcome you all to another episode of The Wonderland. My name is Jeff Healy. I am a musician, singer-songwriter, comedian, podcaster, obviously. I was born and raised in Australia. I now live in Germany. I work as a piano entertainer, mostly in Norway and Switzerland. And God only knows what else. Anyway, in case you're new to the show, The Wonderland is a podcast created for the sole purpose of entertaining you, the listener, with my personal and occasionally comedic takes on what it means to have a pulse on planet Earth in the 21st century, with a bit of new music thrown in for good measure. Now, in hindsight, it would have made a lot more sense, in a lot of respects, to do a sensible podcast, or at least one with a specific theme. But quite frankly, I don't know enough about anything sensible, and there are so many really smart people out there doing those types of things already, And there's only one me, which is just as well. So I figured it made more sense to give you a bit of me instead, in a matter of speaking. Anyway, I don't know about you, but I'm keen to get the show started. And it just so happens that I have a theory I want to share with you. Born out of an incident I was involved in a few days ago involving a household pet and communications technology. Now, given the nature of the subject, we're now going to do the only thing we can do. Put on the informational hazmat suits and proceed directly into the common sense-free examination chamber. That is theory time. Yo, you can't know what you can't know. I'm going to tell you what I think I know. And I know what I know. This is what I know. Theory time. Yes, and just like the man says, this is theory time. So... I want to kick off today's edition by saying that I don't get all that many, um, I think they're known as um, phone calls these days. I do, however, get quite a few arse calls in which somebody accidentally calls you because they've put their phone in a trouser pocket without locking the screen. Now, we all know that mobile phones are designed primarily for things other than making these phone calls, but this arse call phenomenon seems to be on the rise, which is more great news for telecom profits and a handy <laughs> reminder that mobile phones can be used for something other than texting, shopping and watching Netflix. Of course, we're all familiar with the arse call and these can be quite amusing, particularly if the person who doesn't realise they've asked call you is in a conversation with another person and they happen to be talking about you. Has this ever happened to me personally? No, it hasn't. But it might have. And I'm sure more than a few of you have interesting stories to tell about just that type of thing and possibly a few bruises to show for it. But I wonder how many of you have had the cat call in which a cat sits on the phone while it's unlocked. Hmm? Well, I had one a few minutes ago. It was a video call, and it was pretty weird. I don't mind telling you. But it got me to thinking, would domestic pets use mobile phones if they could? 
Of course, it's hard to say. I don't think dogs would be very interested in mobile phones somehow. They seem more, I don't know, grounded than cats, more analogue, more, I don't know, low-tech. Dogs are busy running around outside and chasing balls and sticks and cars and slobbering on things and barking and trying to mount legs whilst cats are inside sitting on the furniture watching, scheming, quietly figuring out the next thing that they're going to do to really piss you off. Now there's no doubt that both animals are smart, but I think they've got different types of intellects, they've got different instincts. And based solely on my own experience, cats are sly. Now, look, it's not their fault. It's just part of their nature and part of their genetic makeup. At least I'm pretty sure that's what they'd tell you if the little bastards could talk. If you go back through history, though, you'll find that cats have been inconveniencing their owners since around 6000 BC by using whatever's at hand to cause destruction and aggravation. So I can imagine that our furry feline friends, especially if they suddenly found themselves with opposable thumbs instead of paws and claws, would use the potential of the mobile phone to cause even more problems to their owners. As if killing the wildlife and destroying the furniture whilst overeating and then vomiting in really inconvenient places wasn't enough. No, if cats could use phones, they'd be having a field day. You know, making crank calls, sending obscene text messages whilst pretending to be you, running up huge phone bills by repeat dialing 1-800 numbers, ordering pizza deliveries at 3am. And in spite of all this, there would still be tons of people out there who would rationalise it by saying things like, well, you know, that's their instinct, that's what they do. Which is a bit like someone trying to rationalise mass murder. Well, you know, that's just Adolf. That's what he does, you know. This is what I know. Theory time. And that's it for today's controversial but interesting edition of Theory Time. Now, something else that's really interesting, of course, is music. And in our ongoing quest for variety and wanting to keep things interesting on the show, we're now going to slide seamlessly once again into Song of the Day, which today features yet another track from one of our Wonderland-approved artists. This time it's the Pioneer Valley, and this song's called Outside the Outsiders. Take a I'm listen. On the outside of the outsiders. Too strange for the way cool deciders They won't want me on the inside anytime soon So I'll stay unknown And I'll make a go out on my own It's cold on this side of the fence but you have to have a lemon in Someone like me Would only bring their party down You won't judge me on the melody Just the cell and the imagery Looks on their faces Say they'd rather I not be around I'm on the outside of Outsiders for the way cool deciders They won't want me on the inside anytime soon So I'll stay unknown And I'll 
Thompson, a.k.a. the Pioneer Valley, with Outside the Outsiders. And the boys have got some great stuff on Spotify, so do check them out. Another thing worth checking out is the next segment, particularly if you have a taste for stupidity. And I know I definitely do. So I reckon it's definitely time to settle in for another bunch of... Good Times with Big Jeff and... Little care. Yeah. 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 We could just go, no, yeah, people would be fascinated. We could do that. My God. It would be fascinating. By, by the way, Jeff, what, Kev? I'd like to point something out. Please point it we're out. We're on the air right we're, we're on the air right now. now on the people air. are actually listening. On the air. Now think about that, Kevin. What are you on a magic carpet? You're on the air. What, what does that mean, <laughs> Kevin? What does that mean? No, but that means it should, shouldn't it be like uh, we're in the air right in the now? Air, but we're not even in the air, Kevin. We'd be in an aeroplane, we'd be in the air. You're on the air. I you're can on a magic feel carpet. it. Coming in, in the, the air, air tonight. Whatever. All right. Yeah, yeah. tonight. Nice one. Tonight. Yeah. So anyway, Kev, nice to talk to you again. It's been a while, uh, for at least a few It's days. been a while. It's been since like like two or three days or uh, like last week or something. It's, it's uh, feel, it feels longer. Why is that? I don't know. I don't know. But By I, the way, she's never said that. I will say this, Kevin. I will say, <laughs> I will say this. It's a family show. Go ahead. And I will say this also. <laughs> the other thing I'm going to say, Kev, is that I've forgotten what I was going to say. And I oh, wanted to God. say that. I wanted to tell you that straight away before you remembered it or forgot it. That's or really that's that's really that's really important. No, we should, I, I feel like we're getting 
I'm getting a lot out of the way already. Uh, yeah, feels really good. we're really getting ahead with the show. It's great today. Yeah, no, actually, I spoke to you about 10 minutes ago. Folks, I probably shouldn't tell you that yeah. because it kind of ruins the illusion of, oh, they haven't spoken in a long time and now they're speaking and they're going to talk about really interesting things. Well, yeah, set your watch for that one. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. Kev, you recently <laughs> had an experience involving a dog and a man on a bicycle. Did you not? Oh my God, it's so aggravating. Yeah. So let me so tell. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Let me. You set it up. You can I'll, set it I'll up. I'll set this I up, told you. folks. I'm going to set this up. Okay. So Kev is walking his dog near the Lake of Constance, which is sort of near the border of Germany and Austria and Switzerland and any other country you want to throw in. So <laughs> now, in this particular area, you are not obliged to walk the dog with a leash. You don't have to do that, right? It's a pretty, you know, it's called a local. virtual leash. A virtual call leash. It a virtual leash. Ooh, that's disturbing. Anyway, that's so really disturbing. Kevin's not even using a virtual leash for this, and so the dog, who is quite frisky, um, runs off and does what dogs do, um, and basically comes into a minor collision with a man on a bicycle, elderly man on a bicycle. Man falls off bicycle onto, uh, what, Kev, what is it, a road or a footpath or the grass? or What did he fall onto? Uh, he should have fallen into a vol- volcano, but we don't have volcanoes here. That would have been that would have been better. Convenient. Convenient. You know, it would have ended there. Yeah, That's what I mean. It, it wouldn't have, it would have just ended itself there. But, but it didn't. Anyway, what happened was... It didn't, no. Uh, yeah, the dog ran in front of the bike. The bicycle fell over. The man fell off. A car swerved, hit another car, which hit another truck. Unfortunately... No, 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 that's no, not true. No, no, no. Let, let, me, let me finish the story. No, no. Let me finish the story, oh, Kevin. Yeah, and then true. the truck ran into an oil tanker. There was an enormous ball of flame explosion. Several buildings melted instantly. <laughs> Thousands of people were killed. However, Kevin is not being charged because... It was an accident. And you don't get charged for accidents. Sorry, folks, but you oh don't. Oh, my God. So, Kev, what do, you, no. what do you have to say for yourself and your dog now? What do you have to say? I just I just have to say that I'm really proud of my dog. Uh, you know, um, to, of course, I, I find she's she's brave. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm to proud of her braveness. Caused such car- in carnage. In today's society. The ca- carnage you know? that the dog has caused is certainly certainly one for the books, Kev. So um, when you get out of prison, uh, what will you be doing <laughs> with the dog? Is my question. Well, I have to tell you, Jeff, this was my one phone call. This was it. This, oh, this is the phone. Oh, okay. this is the phone call. I, I am, I am flattered. You didn't get that. I, I'm flattered that you would choose to call me with your one prison phone call, folks. Yeah, I've got. This is why we call him a little Kev because now he's he's even littler because he's in prison and we won't be seeing much of him from one, now. One second, one second, Jeff. One okay, second. Sorry. Yeah, I'll have the slop. I'll just have the slop. With some slop on the side. Yeah, no, they were just asking me what kind of food I want to eat. Yeah, yeah, it's no yeah, problem. I Go ahead. That. Yeah, so, so good. Yeah. So anyway, folks, of course, we're joking here. Kevin isn't really in prison. No peas! I don't want any peas! At least not yet. Go ahead. No, he's still got okay. a week or so of, you know, trial to go. No, 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 it, it was nothing like that. Kevin, I will now allow you to tell the real story while we still have time, which is about one minute. So if I spoke really slow, I wouldn't even get like a quarter way through it. No, you would not, which might even be better. But come on, give us a go. Okay. So basically everything that Jeff said was true, except for the point where things blew up and there were cars and stuff. There's no car involved, but this gentleman fell over. I tried to help him out. And out of the kindness of my soul, as anyone would do, I would think, help the guy out, see if he's okay. He said, my shoulder's a little bit sore, but then he, he got on his bike and he was fine. I said, listen, here's my name and phone number anyway. 
And then what do I get? The next day on a Friday, I think it was, it was last Thursday, on Friday I got a phone call from the police. Yes, there's a gentleman um, made a declaration that uh, there was an accident and you have to come in and talk to us and give us your side of the story. I'm thinking, uh, wow, well, what a great guy. Yeah, so it just goes to show, folks, that if you have a dog and there's a bicycle and an old man, um, you might also just get your wallet out straight away because, you know, it's going to cost you. Or just leave him there where he belongs. Now, that's a hell of an idea, Kevin. Good times with Big Jeff and Little Kev. And Little Kev and myself will be back with more good times on the next episode of The Wonderland, unless one of us isn't locked up between now and then. Anyway, on with the show. Now, everyone loves a bargain, don't they? I know I do, and I'm sure most of you do. But the older I get, the more suspicious I become of certain types of bargain that I once would have stampeded towards without a second thought. To explain just what the hell it is I'm talking about, though, it's now going to be necessary for us to grab that emergency spare pair of clean underwear and tiptoe quietly into the hallowed halls of Jeff's Thought of the Day. And welcome to Thought of the Day. Bargains, 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 bargains. One of the most enduringly tempting features of life and one which I suspect has been around since well before Jesus played fullback for the Jerusalem Giants. But probably for almost as long, we've grown wary of them, mindful perhaps of the old saying, if something seems too good to be true, it probably is. Now, I think it's a safe bet that most of us have been burned buying something that was ridiculously cheap, only to discover a short time later that it's also ridiculously crap. And the most ridiculous thing of all was our hasty decision to part with our hard-earned money. Well, live and learn, as I tell myself in such a situation. But do we? Because for me, the principle of no risk, no fun sometimes comes into play in moments like this as does the principle of, oh, well, I'll give it a shot. It's true that sometimes we can get an absolute bargain in many areas of life, but I think that has far more to do with dumb luck than it does to having a canny selection process. It's less chancy, of course, if we have a decent knowledge of whatever it is we're looking to purchase, but there's still almost an element of risk, no matter how small. So my thought is this, are we actually attracted to the bargain by the element of risk itself with the ultimate payoff that we will triumph when all is said and done? I think we are. And it's also my contention that all of us are deep in our subconscious natural gamblers. Further proof of this, of course, is the fact that we will often gamble with our fashion choices, as in how they'll actually be perceived by other people. I was reminded of this rather strongly last Christmas whilst playing in Zurich, and the phenomenon of the almost down-to-the-ground puffy women's coat was in full evidence pretty much everywhere. Now, I'm going to be quite honest with you here. I think these things are incredibly awful. They are, in my opinion, the least flattering garment any woman could possibly want to wear, and any man who wears one really needs some very serious counselling. Unless, of course, his intention 
is to deliberately look like a complete idiot. Now, this is only my opinion, folks, and feel free to righteously differ, if you will. Because I guess there's a chance that some guys might get rabid upon seeing a woman dressed up in one of these things. At least, I suppose, there would be somewhere, you know, in a bizarro parallel universe, possibly. But it also occurred to me that just about every good effective winter coat is not particularly flattering in terms of shape. Obviously, because the primary function of such a coat is to keep us warm when the weather is bloody cold, to put it mildly, as it tends to be in Zurich at that time of the year. And so from a purely practical standpoint, I guess we all get a pass for wearing puffy, shapeless coats under those circumstances, regardless of aesthetics. But I do still have a couple more observations I want to make about these coats that go down to the ground. The first one is that they're actually more practical than they might seem, because they could be used as a tent, if needed, between where you've come from and where you're going to. Also, they certainly add a real sense of mystery as to the physique of the wearer. Look, girls, I've got to be honest. We men will look at you. We can't help it. It's the way we're wired. It's evolutionary male psychology, and yes, a good many of us are, often subconsciously, sizing you up when we see you out and about. And most of the time, we'll also be pretending that we aren't. But we are. So it's my contention that these long, puffy coats should be renamed Have a Guess coats because they managed to very successfully hide any physique of any woman inside them in a way that no other piece of clothing could. Now this, of course, is a positive boon for any female wanting to avoid being leered at, for whatever reason, but possibly quite disadvantageous for any girl or woman wanting to give the menfolk a bit of a thrill. You see, we as men are rendered helpless when you put these things on. We're effectively blindfolded, and we don't know what it is that we're dealing with. Which is probably like business as usual, I suppose. I think, I think it was the thought of the day. And that's it for Thought of the Day. And of course, today's episode of The Wonderland has also come to an end. Thanks for joining me, and remember, you can catch up with all the episodes to date on any of the podcasting platforms or indeed on my website, which is www.jeffhealy.com. For now, though, we've all got more important things to do, so let's go and do those things. And hopefully, I'll be talking at you once again in two weeks' time on another breathtakingly bizarre episode of The Wonderland. Gotta get back to Jeff's Wonderland. Wonderland.